Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 3, Episode 34, Granny Squares, Chevron, and Ponchos 2.0. They are back. They are back. I found oh, that out I this weekend. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I think it's really fun because we are going to talk about some old school patterns that really seem to really be coming back. Mm-hmm. Um you had a festival this past weekend, correct? I did. How did that go? Great. I think Best this festival is kind I've of ever done. What got us down this path a little bit because what was your most uh, asked about or I guess requested maybe item out of the bajillions of things that you took? Granny Square Afghans. <laughs> Which is one of one. I only um, had one and I sold it on um saturday and um the chevron blanket i think that was maybe saturday too yeah i think both were saturday um and i kept getting so many comments from people who were saying oh my gosh it brings back so many memories and so nostalgic and it reminds me of my aunt's house and every time i see a granny square blanket i always buy it because it reminds me of you know my grandma or whoever and it just for a lot of people brings back memories I guess and maybe simpler times and they were loving it and then somebody came back and was like do you still have that granny square um afghan I said no I'm sorry it's already sold and they're like oh my gosh do you have any more I said no I don't I'm sorry come back next year I'll have more yes I will I will come prepared um (laughs) I think it's awesome one that you sold it because I know that uh getting some of those blankets sold was definitely a goal. So mm-hmm. boom, boom, there you go. Yeah. Uh, for me, the granny square blanket, I mean, I, I immediately go to Roseanne's couch. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, and that's a lot of childhood for me. I love those reruns still. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think like, there's so much you can do with a granny square. Yes. Like not just a blanket. You can literally do just about anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cardigans. I made that uh, crop top a couple years ago oh yeah yeah i forgot yeah. about that mm-hmm. um and then there's different even variations like you did the granny square blanket with the flowers um and that was considered a mm-hmm. granny square correct yes mm-hmm. okay so are there other like do you just search granny square patterns like i'm gonna be honest you know i'm not a crocheter here but i really kind of want to learn how to do a granny square because again i feel like it would be a quick easy something that you can always keep in your bag and yeah. just work on a square here or there. Like, I don't know. I think it would be fun. So anything as far as, for instance, our fair entries go um, at fairs, it doesn't necessarily need to be the standard granny square where it's like three double crochets in the chain one space. Or So it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, that way. Um, it okay. can be um flowers like in the middle um i've seen some that are like sunflowers in the middle um so really it's anything that's that's cool yeah so it's really anything um that is worked kind of in the round i guess as a square okay that makes sense yeah that's cool um i think chevron is another one that is definitely making a big comeback and not even just in our fields of like knitting and crochet. Like I see a lot of mm-hmm. 
fabric patterns and yeah. like fall you know all the new fall clothing is out and about yes on. fall for sure seems to be like an ideal chevron um pattern season like somebody put the word out to all the stores and was like look it's just like fast food like somebody has a new fish sandwich and then oh my gosh every fast food place has a fish sandwich i feel like that's the chevron this year <laughs> like one yeah. person was like look everyone put something out chevron in the women's department this fall thank mm-hmm. you um yeah i i like it i i don't know i actually have a chevron shirt that i wear sometimes i don't i don't like the sleeves on it it's not the chevron pattern that i don't like but i ordered it i don't ever know if i pronounce it correctly if it's shine or sheen or i have no idea i say shine because i read yeah, it but oh, sorry uh, it's okay um it's like a chevron pattern but the sleeves freaking look like a space cadet. Like, I look like Mork and Mindy, here I come, off of the rocket ship. Uh, it does not look like in the picture online. And I had it for probably a solid month or two before I ever wore it because I just couldn't do it. But then it got so hot this summer that I was like, okay, it's sleeveless. I'm just going to I'm just gonna do it. Um, but I do like the, the zigzaggy chevron print on it. I'm just not a fan of sleeves, per se. Uh, not, not my fave. Kind of reminds me of ribbon candy a little bit. And I don't know why, yeah. but it does. <laughs> yeah, Seven, I don't, anyway. Uh, it makes me think of Charlie Brown, actually. Oh, yeah. And that's not probably flattering for a lot of people. I don't know why. It just makes me, it's who it makes me think of. Uh, I can't help it, but <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, and then I really feel like, I mean, ponchos are definitely making a comeback. I feel like I called it. I've been working on this freaking poncho for a whole year. I knew it was coming. I don't really feel like I called it. I think it's a good excuse for me to still be working on my poncho, uh, if I'm being honest. But nonetheless, I'm here for it. Bring on poncho season. Yes, that was another. So I made a poncho, an extra one, because I sold the two that I made at the Corn Festival. So I made another poncho um, this year for the Scarecrow Festival while I was at the Corn Festival. So I would have something to sell. Nobody even like batted an eye at it at Scarecrow Festival. So, oh, it, I mean, it's fine, but like, no, no one cared. <laughs> That's bizarre. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest, nothing mine's gonna get done by January. Oh, I have a little anxiety about it. I know I shouldn't already count myself out three months away, but I also just know what the next three months are gonna entail. Like, it's holiday season coming, and it's crazy. Speaking of holiday season, can I go ahead and throw out a dirty look of the week this week? Yes, I have one, too. Go ahead. You do yours, and then I'll do mine next. I am not a fan of the fact that I am already seeing some Christmas commercials. <gasps> You're not? I mean, I okay, I am, but I'm not. I've already started watching Christmas movies. Okay, okay. I do, like... Okay, I guess I don't know why I'm like this, but if I'm choosing to watch the Christmas movie, that's one thing, because I'm feeling yeah. spirited and want to enjoy it. But the fact that they're already playing like commercials that we are yeah. for like the next three and a half months straight nonstop, I am not a fan of yet. Yeah. I'm also not a fan of, I don't know which allergy pill it is, maybe Claritin. Somebody's got a commercial that they play year round and it sings it's the most wonderful time of the year. Because no, I don't think like I've ever seen that. <sighs> it makes me so mad every time I hear it because I'm like, who let them use a holiday song for this? Like, who said 
yes, Claritin, use this. And it's like them dancing outside and the flowers and spring and it's the most wonderful time of the year. I get it. I get it. But I do not appreciate it. And I do not like it. That is not where that song belongs. Eric and I were talking the other day about the five for five roast beef sandwiches at Arby's and how they used to have the commercial at Christmas time where it was like the 12 days of Christmas and then they go five roast beef sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. He was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, yes, you do. They played it every year at Christmas. And they, I yeah, found it on YouTube and I showed him and he was like, I've never seen that commercial. What? I don't, know. A- I don't know. He's older than we are. So I, I feel like... That's, yeah, now I'm also going to have that song probably in my head now the rest yeah. of the night. <laughs> but I was like, remember the, because we were talking, to, he was, because he's Eric, he was complaining about how much roast meat sandwiches cost now. <laughs> I, well, okay, I sighed with him. I was literally just going to say, do you remember how we used to be able to get them five for five? <laughs> I do. Yeah. And now it's like five for 12,000. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what made us talk about that commercial and um he was like i have no idea what you're talking about and i was like singing at an intersection he was giving me these looks like stop singing that <laughs> so we like, had Hold this on, discussion last week um do you recall and you're younger than me so you may not do you recall mrs grass soup yes uh-huh it's one of my favorites uh okay i don't i'm I don't know if maybe we grew up maybe less fortunate than other people that did not eat Mrs. Grassy, but I love that stuff. And so did Tiff growing up. Like we grew yeah. up with, we used to fight over. Do you remember like the little flavor egg you could put in uh, that had like the, instead of it being like a powder, like ramen, it was like a little ball that you put in for like the, you know, flavoring or whatever. Me and Tiff used to fight about whose turn it was to put that thing in, but Jeff had never heard of it ever. Oh, and yeah, you can buy them now. It's like two packs in a box or something. It's what, like a dollar, maybe two dollars now. Uh, like I had to look up uh, similar. I had to look up a picture and be like, "This right here, you've literally never heard of this. You've never seen this. I don't believe it." And uh, not the case. Although I've had sillier arguments, I guess, about things like the ethnic background of the Bee Gees was an argument once. <laughs> freaking ridiculous strange welcome welcome to my life uh yeah i don't i don't know uh but yeah mrs grass soup i'm i'm so thankful uh that you were hip to that so that i can discuss it again i'll bring it back up as a reminder yeah that's one Um, one of my favorites i love the i I know it's called like chicken and noodle soup but they're like there's no chicken in it (laughs) 100 percent. it's just bouillon like (laughs) that's that's why i mean i i don't mean to like offend anybody when i say like less fortunate but like that's a straight up like super poor meal. I feel like yeah, because it's like the back in the day ramen. Yeah, I was say um, that's what, you know that's what we lived on. Yeah, that yeah, and like uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! But yeah, well, good call on that. Um, so okay, that festival's done. What's your next one? Uh, the corn festival again next year. <laughs> oh, you're done for the for year. Anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So. Um, are you taking a break for a minute or are you starting a new project just for fun so right now i am forced to take a break on the afghan that i was making for ethan and Lindsay, um because i ran out of yarn so i have to go on saturday to get more yarn i overestimated how much yarn that i had so uh but that's fine so saturday i gotta go pick up 
two more skeins that I need. But in the interim of doing that, I'm going to get caught up on my temperature blanket. Okay. Because I put that to the side while I was working on getting festival stuff finished. Yes. Um, before my thought train jumps off the tracks again. So since we're talking about vintage stuff, I really am thinking about revamping my stock a little bit for the festivals next year. Of course, I need to sell what I already have made. But I am thinking about only maybe making vintage stuff to sell since that seems to be what people are kind of into these days and then is coming back and I know I can sell it. I sold, I don't know, maybe four beanies the entire weekend. Like definitely not worth my time. The ear warmers were a pretty hot commodity. I was selling those about as quick as I was pumping them out, but I would really like to get a book of vintage patterns or I mean, even Pinterest vintage patterns but really kind of make more of like a vintage 70s, maybe 60s um, line of stuff. I really think that's a really good idea. Because a thing. Even if, say, you go to a festival and there's other crocheters set up there, mm-hmm. guarantee their stuff wouldn't be like of that era. Yeah. And I one of the things that I feel like I run into a lot is the people who buy the quilts and napkins and things like that at thrift stores and consignment shops and then sell them in their booth oh as if they maybe not even if they made them like i don't even think they're even trying to masquerade it as if they made them but it's like they're buying them for like two bucks at a thrift store Uh, and then selling them you know for maybe 30 or 40 but like i can't compete with that (laughs) right (laughs) i mean the time spent breaking the cost like yeah, yeah, that's wild. That's a wild. So idea. I was like, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to start with maybe like a ripple afghan or chevron afghan, however you want to call it, um, in the mustard yellows and browns and oranges and stuff like how they were back in the day, the avocado green, because uh, that's kind of how mine was this year that I made. But um, make one in those colors and then I'm going to maybe make like two grainy square afghans i'm gonna start with that and then maybe maybe another poncho i don't know i really like i'm sad about that one not selling so maybe i'll just keep that one um and try it again next year but um but yeah so just maybe starting to phase out perhaps a little bit of my hats and ear warmers um and just sell what I have already made of those and then really just kind of focus more on like the old school patterns. Well, and I think that would be fun too because it's something different for you to not just be doing the same like, I mean, I'm sure you're sick yeah. of that hat pattern. You know what I mean? Like, it is I am. That way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easy because it's memorized and it, it is right. a pattern, but yes, I, a person can only make so many hats, I feel like. <laughs> and then it's time right. to move on. Time to retire it. Oh, man. Well, that's exciting. And uh, listeners, uh, you can, I know we always talk about it at the end, we'll give you the name and all that then, but definitely join our Facebook group to follow along because I'm sure we'll be posting cool stuff of Sarah that she's making from this new venture. Uh, and you can just tag along there too to hear about the six-year poncho I've got in the works. 
like a like a seven year itch. It's a six year poncho. Uh, I don't. Uh, it's like ADHD knitting, and then uh, and then I fall down rabbit holes. I'll tell you, TikTok or Reels or any of the other little like sub in a name for any other short little you know few second video clippy type of thing. Mm-hmm. They'll hook you right in. I have definitely wanted to venture down the embroidery rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I realized that in the box of uh, grandma stuff, when they moved, uh, she gave me a bunch of like a ton of cool crafting stuff. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's already embroidery hoops and floss in there. Like what other excuse do I need to try to give that a go? Right. Um, but then I was looking, I'm going to have to send you this video or post it, but it's like a, a how to sew a quilt without a sewing machine. And it looks I mean, they just make everything look so easy, but it also really makes me want to give it a go. Like it's a, it, it's a hexagon. Like you just cut up all these little, this lady's like, yeah, I use this cup to cut my fabric. That way they're all this circle shape. She cut out a gajillion of these little circles and just literally with a needle and thread, about five tack stitches, pulled all the edges in to make it a hexagon. And so she made gajillions of these hexagons and then sewed all of them together. And Hold it, on a second. Oh, you're fine. I'm going to the back room. Hold on. Totally fine. Uh, the neighbor had the audacity to come home. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, how dare you, neighbor? So sorry. That's where they'll remain for the rest of the podcast because I can't. It's totally okay. Here's the thing. I feel like anybody who's listening to us now or has listened to us now for three years understands that we don't edit anything out and we just live our lives here so <laughs> the giggles for three minutes straight or if we hear dark barking dogs uh actually i was going to preface this episode and saying like i'm really sorry if you hear my kids screaming at his friends on the playstation in the background <laughs> gatlin not even a full two weeks into school was sick friday has had like a cold and whatever this weekend and his voice is a little hoarse but his i think his ears are like stopped up so he's like yelling um oh. Like, you come downstairs earlier and was like, can I have a snack? And I'm like, whoa, why are you yelling? Like, what is wrong with you? But I don't, he, like, he can't hear himself. So I went in there, like I do every time we record, and I give everybody the what for. Like, I'm getting ready to record. I don't want to hear a sound out of you. You know, the whole speech. And then, like, I know more than hit my bedroom door, and I can hear him, like, screaming at his friends. And I just didn't even bother to go back in there because he can't hear and his voice is hoarse. So he's just screaming. He's just screaming. It's bad. So uh, at the beginning of the episode, it wasn't dogs, but you probably heard my kid in the background yelling at his friends. Oh, no. And I hate when they play the games and yell because he'll be yelling like, you know, stuff that any passerby or walking down the street might not realize is a game. Um, you know, like, kill him, bro, kill him. And I'm like, <laughs> screaming that. Like, his bedroom is toward the front of the house. And I just feel like we have a lot of neighbors that walk because we're on the like little... It's not a cul-de-sac, but it's like a little, it's called the arch, and it's like a big circle. So a lot of people walk the circle here, and I'm always afraid that they can hear him out front, like, screaming, stuff like that. So I try to get him to tone it down, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. The neighbors are going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a complete lunatic. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to, I'm going to try to calm her down. I'm sorry. I don't know what the problem is here. <laughs> it's fine. She's having. Hold on, I'll put her in Lucas's room. Maybe okay, she can just lay in his bed. Like she's she's just not having it with the neighborhood tonight. Like, uh, put her how dare everybody out there moving around and stuff? What were they thinking? 
I put her outside and then she was just even worse. And I was like, and now the police are going to come. <laughs> well, I mean, they already probably have your address on file from the last <laughs> last go round at the Halloween party. They're like, we're really tired of shenanigans with this address. <laughs> and it's usually like the stupidest stuff. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I accidentally put my phone in the cup holder of the chair and it dialed 911. I'm so sorry. Like, <sighs> right. I just don't understand it. Um, oh, I gotta tell you about my dirty look. Um, Please, yes, bring it. Real quick while I'm giving belly rubs over here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be quick about it. Uh, but, okay, so this lady, she came by my booth every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and was rude every single time. And she rolled up on a rascal scooter, and <laughs> she must have been hard of hearing because she screamed as she was talking. Um, but Friday night, she comes by, and she sees my... Uh, my well my granny square okay and so it's a throw size it wasn't afghan size it was like uh i don't know it's maybe even a little bigger than a throw but regardless 75 dollars is what i had on it she goes 75 dollars and i was like <laughs> yes and she's like 75 dollars and i said yes <laughs> and sorry lucky's looking at me because i'm screaming and she's not having it but she was like five dollars and i go yes and she was like that's a little high ain't it and i was like i don't know i was like that well i put a lot of work into it and yarn is not cheap either and And i don't have to defend my work lady that i don't know right and so and her husband was with her too and like he was just hanging back and um (laughs) then um they see so our church is having a hot dog cookout thing um on beggars night in town so they're doing like a dinner from like five to six and then the beggars night is like six to eight after that and but they know you know everybody's going to be in town for that so they're doing a thing where it's like a cookout and it's like two dollars a plate very cute Yes. So they said they did it last year and they had over a hundred people. Oh my goodness. Show up. Yeah. So, and this year they're expecting 200. So I put some cards out on my table because they try to have a booth there themselves, but they didn't register in time. So I was like, it's cool. I have a booth. So just give me the pamphlets and cards and whatever, and I'll put them out on my table. So they're like, okay, awesome. Thanks. So she picks up one of the cards the same lady screaming $75 in my face. She <laughs> picks up one of the cards. And she's like, what's this? Is this your business card? And I said, no, I don't have any business cards. Sorry. Which I don't. I, It's just, like, I like to do the festivals. But, like, I don't like to take custom orders and stuff. So, right. I don't have a business card. But I said, no, it's not. I said, it's um, my church um, is having a dinner on Baker's Night. And she's like, oh, I used to go to that church when I was a kid. And I was like, Ooh. oh, you did? How fun. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I live in the alley over by the high school. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, I might show up for that. And Eric was like, oh, she's going to sit next to you in the pew. She's like, oh, every no. Sunday from now on. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> going like, to be the craziest. <laughs> like, I will welcome her with open arms into church. But I feel like I'm getting tested. <laughs> we are absolutely gonna need <laughs> further updates yes as so this let you know. scene develops please if she comes to that for sure 
and then um so um what else oh so the next day she comes and she's looking for the afghan i'd already sold it and she was like i forgot to bring my hat to show you i crocheted a hat and i forgot to bring it oh <laughs> i was like oh, oh that's okay, okay. Man, i mean she is just straight screaming in my face <laughs> like i was like oh that's okay i was like you know she's like you want to be here tomorrow and i said yes and she said how late and i said till five o'clock and uh, she's like all right i'll try to bring it tomorrow and oh i forgot to tell you she's also wearing a cowboy hat that has like pink light up led lights on it and this thing is also just flashing like crazy like i i don't know she I don't sounds know what's going on like a world of fun <laughs> yeah. so um so anyway she then comes saturday and she's like what happened to that blanket and i was like i sold it <laughs> somebody <laughs> had the audacity to pay for that right she wasn't expecting to hear that but she forgot the hat again and then oh sunday um she also like stopped in but didn't like hardly say two words to me just like looked around just and seeing if you were still there scoping out. out what you might have sold right rolled out on on the scooter but um man she was a trip i don't know uh but her name is frances and her husband's name is ken <laughs> shout out francis and ken if as she was rolling so happen to be listening yeah, and she was rolling away. Her husband was like, what's your name? And I said, Sarah. And he's like, all right, I'm Ken. That's Francis. And I was like, okay, nice to meet you. I... But just straight screaming at me. Yeah, I do love older people like that. Not that are hateful about prices and stuff, but <laughs> just people that are characters that are older in life. I met a little fella when I was actually back in Ohio for training in March and just happened to strike up a little conversation about our workplace and we were uh directly across the highway from it and he's like i heard that they had a corporate office around here (laughs) and i couldn't resist to then explain the whole scene (laughs) and by then he just thought we were fast friends and he made me go inside the restaurant and introduce myself to his wife and (laughs) sit down and talk with them a little bit and tell her the whole story of our workplace oh my Uh, and a lot of our co-workers were like giving me side eye like what are you doing and why are you sitting with those people but (laughs) i was too far invested by that point and there was like no getting out of it so i I don't know i can't wait till we're old and doing stuff like that like we're gonna be hitting craft shows in our 80s and being like would you make that with honey a robot (laughs) she said so my hats are ten dollars and she thought those were underpriced and she was like (laughs) She goes, ten dollars for a hat? And I said, Yeah, she's like, Do you loom those? And I said, No, I crochet him. She's like, I said, Did you loom? <laughs> no, I, I crocheted them. <laughs> she said, She's like, I make mine on a loom. <laughs> oh. She's like, but I gotta sell them for thirty dollars. She's like, cause they're bigger. And I was like, okay. And she's like, cause they don't make baby looms anymore. <laughs> They only make adult Did they ever? I mean, I don't know, but she was like, they only make adult looms. And I was like, okay. Good talk. (laughs) Well, and I wonder, you should have asked, like, is she using like a mechanical, like a knitting machine type loom? I didn't want to ask any questions at all, honestly. Francine, I got baby, (laughs) I got baby looms from grandma in the box. I'm looking right at her as we she goes, they don't make baby looms anymore. (laughs) Francine, I got your baby looms right here. I'm looking right at us. Which is funny because one of these packs is from Grandma's Circle Looms, and it's like the old school peg loom, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like you know big circle all the way down to baby looms. So I feel like we need to 
find Francine and let her know I, well, I got to hook up on the baby looms. Well, and another thing too is like she's in my booth for mm-hmm. quite a while, and poor Lucas like kept looking at me like he wasn't sure like what to say or if he should say anything at all or if I need saved or like he was like he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but um, she asked me also because I was making a hat at the same time. Like she she and I were talking about that, so like she could see that I was crocheting the hat and how I was crocheting it and that I wasn't doing it on a loom. So, right. She said, uh, she goes, do you crochet them around? And I said, no, I crochet them flat. And I showed her like on my lap, how I was crocheting. And I said, and then I'll fold it in half and I'll sew it up the side and cinch it up the top and whatever. She's like, why do you do it like that? I was like, I don't know, because it's easy for me. Like, I don't, I don't, because that's the way the pattern was written. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just follow the instructions. I don't know what you want me to say. Could you write a better pattern, Francie? Right. And I was like, I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But I feel like next year when you set up, you need to find her and be like, look, before we get started, let's price out this booth. I don't want to. I don't want to. I might even ask for my booth to be moved somewhere else. I'm like, yes. gonna be looking for me. Dye your hair before you go go incognito. Be yeah. like, no, I've never been here a day in my life. I know. I might actually, though, in all honesty, see if I can get a booth closer to the center of town next year. Because oh, what I cool. found is I had a very convenient spot last year, parking wise and set up and tear down. Because there's a parking lot that is literally right behind my booth. It, can't oh, park it. It's not public parking. It belongs. Yes, it belongs to um, an apartment complex, and they will have you towed. They towed like seven cars out of there last year. Oh shoot! It that would have been was, a, a sight just to watch in its own. It was a scene. There was a lady who called the police. She, she was a vendor. Car was stolen. No, they oh. were towing it, but she said that she lives out of that van, and that is her home, and they cannot oh. take her home. Oh no! But she was a she was a vendor, so I don't know. Like I don't know that she was really living out of the van. Maybe she do not get her started. Shush. Shh. <laughs> Sit down. There's literally nothing out there. <laughs> My goodness, you got her all upset now. Oh man! But um. So anyway, she said uh, that she was living in her van and that they couldn't take her van and that they were stealing her home and that's her personal property and her purse and everything is inside there and they're not allowed to have that and all kinds of stuff and I mean she was screaming and squalling like like she was on cops like that's what it looked like like she was just being a complete lunatic but it's like but you know you're not supposed to park there there there's signs up that said not event parking this is private property and you chose to park there anyway. So right. you, whose fault is that? Play stupid <laughs> games, win stupid prizes. There's plenty of street parking. Park on the street and walk. And I get that it is inconvenient when you're carrying a bunch of stuff with you. Believe me, I understand. But is it not more convenient and cheaper than having to get your car out of impound? <laughs> right. <laughs> and know? causing a whole scene. Right. What is... What is the 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 better of the two options? So, I mean, she's she was something else, but she did not come back this year. 
Mm. as you can imagine i would almost imagine she was asked not to come back this <laughs> that's year. probably true that's probably true the um but there were several people who whose booths were not there they were i mean they weren't empty spaces there were people in the booth but the two people who were on both sides of me last year were not on either side of me this year they were different people oh. i had the ymca on me on one side um who i'm going to write a a letter to telling them that if they ever give out free whistles again, I will burn their booth to the ground. Uh, <laughs> their warning. Free whistles? Because, Why? Yes. I don't yeah. know. But kids all day walking past my booth blowing these whistles the YMCA gave them and I just won't have it next year. Oh, uh, see, okay, the pumpkin show in Circleville mm-hmm. uh, has this game where it's like a ring toss game and you can win a quote cane yes Mm -hmm. uh i don't know what moron was like let's give all these teeny bopper kids whose parents dumped them (laughs) off on a saturday night fucking excuse me i'm sorry wooden sticks to beat each other with all through the crowds of this festival Mm -hmm. yes Uh, i didn't i did not mean to drop uh that word but i just feel really passionate about these canes uh I don't know, but seriously, though, who's like, yes, this is a genius idea, and then the city or town holding the festival is like, wooden canes for all? Because it's like right. one of those games also that you play until you win, I think. like Yeah, and nothing like getting whipped with a dowel rod with a handle on it, like, across yes. the back of your legs. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and that's it, or poked from, like, four feet away, and you don't even know who did it, because it's somebody with a cane, but you turn around and everyone has a cane. Yep. Uh... I feel like we just add that to the we had a lot of dirty looks this week. I feel this maybe been a rough week. Mercury is now out of retrograde. I don't know if that really does anything or not, but I, I did read that it is is over. So maybe we'll start realigning in some normalcy. I'm not sure. <laughs> I um, I am ready for it. I am also ready for it. I feel like it has just been wild. Uh work-wise if if you work in the supply chain or you know anybody that does or anything at all um actually i want to give a shout out uh our friend michelle sent us the absolute sweetest message over the weekend and uh we love hearing from you guys we like literally beg you every week and we've we got a little message, so thank you, Michelle. We enjoyed your feedback. We love your family, and we're glad that you guys listen to us. Um, I'm going to apologize for not having a way to blur out me dropping an F-bomb on you tonight. I'm real sorry about that. Um, it but- happens. <laughs> it does, and You've I don't it. mean it, too, it. but our, our friend Michelle here uh, does also have some supply chain background, and I'm sure she can also appreciate that work is just upside down for us at the moment and then yeah these planets doing whatever hoodoo that they do uh adding in the mix i don't know it's been a wild week or two so you stuck with us this far uh hopefully next week we don't have as many dirty looks because this week was a bit of a rough one um or if you know what if you've got a dirty look of the week that's what we should do next week's episode if we can get some feedback from you guys we're gonna give out your dirty looks of the week on your behalf yes um bring them on we will try to uh remove any innocent parties names identifying (laughs) information so that no one right gets sued but nonetheless we will 
get on the soapbox and let everybody know why they deserve the dirty look on your behalf. So yeah. if you want to hit us up with a story or a message or some info on why we're giving whoever this dirty look, um, you can find us. All of our socials are the same at needles looks DL or you can join our super fun group. Uh, it is needles hooks and dirty looks podcast year long stitch a thon, or you can always email us. It is needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com. Um, we would love to hear from you and, Again, your dirty looks. Bring it to us. We will dedicate a whole episode to it next week. We love dosing them out. Yes. Um, <laughs> just if you don't have a dirty look, join us next week to listen to everyone else's. We will see yeah. you then. Bye. Yep. Bye.